<laughs> yeah, there's a reason comedy clubs don't have a you had four drinks last night minimum. Hello, Internet, and welcome to the ADC Horrorcast. This is the Creative of the Top Podcast, brought to you by us over at ADCHorror.com. I'm Jack, and sitting across from me is Jake. Did you ever hear of com... Oh. Did you ever hear of com... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do it with an attitude. I just have to say it. Did you ever hear of contraception, guys? I was trying to do a bit and sound all kerfuffled, Ooh. and I, I just can't. I just can't. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, and then you actually got kerfuffled. I know. Kerfuffled. Started off as I a can't joke. do it. It's a fucking. My words are not working. I'm hungover. Hi, everyone. Hi. And sitting next to Jake is someone else who's so sad he could fart. It's Mark. <laughs> Hello. I almost went with that one. I, I know. It's there were really a quotable movie, you know. For those of you unfamiliar with our Crackerjack operation, we watch and review one horror movie a week, and then we get drunk and argue about it. And this week, we watched 2008's The Children, which was a Jack pick, and we will dive all the way into that. Real soon, and when we do fair warning, we're going to spoil the absolute nonsense out of it. And hey, we have a Patreon going, but we are not where your money should be going right now. So, as it has been for about a year and a half now, all of our Patreon proceeds are going to continue going to Feeding America. So you can head over to patreon.com slash horror, support the show at your level of choice, get some cool perks for your troubles, know your money's going a better place than our dumb asses, you can go ahead and do that. And if you don't want to or can't swing it right now, that's cool. We just appreciate you being here, hanging out with us right now. But... Do some act of good for someone who needs it. Um, we continue to use blacklivesmatters.card.co as a good list of resources ways you can help fight systemic racial injustice. And if you need a little escapism, hopefully you can have some fun and horror with us for at least the next little bit. And boys, you know what that means. It's time to do the getting drunk part. So on that score, let's do beers for fears. Hey, Mark. Hello. I happen to know you have some kind of 10.5% nonsense beer over there. What are your beers for these fears? I am drinking an attempted murder by Bombastic Brewing. Um... So, a few things here. One, this is an Imperial Stout or Porter or something. Imperial Stout with vanilla and cinnamon. Um, And I feel like that's the appropriate beer to be drinking in, like, the cold British countryside. You know, this is, if they were drinking beer, I think they were more doing, like, whiskey and stuff. But if they were drinking beers, I think this would be one of the ones that you'd probably want in that situation. And then, obviously, murder happens in this movie, both attempted (laughs) and successful. I couldn't find a beer called Successful Murder, so I went with just the attempted side. I feel like they have other beers in that line that are other riffs on the murder concept, but I haven't seen those in a long time. I can only find that one. That's also, I'm going to give you a little more credit. I feel like those, what did you say, isn't it? Cinnamon and what? Uh, Vanilla? Yeah, this is a... this movie takes place at Christmas time, like Christmas, New Year. That's just some seasonal spices. That's what I'm saying. Good work. I also think that we should start referring to like flocks of children as murders. A murder, a of, murder children. of children. Yeah, I'm I fine like with it. it. Yeah, I think that makes that'll sense. work for me. Very solid. Mm-hmm. Well, it's a little peek behind the curtain here. 9 a.m. for me as we record this here particular episode. So I guy. forgot that I uh, wouldn't really have time to go to the store and buy beer this morning. So instead of a beer, I whipped myself up a little cocktail here. A cocktail of my own creation, sort of. I'm drinking what I'm calling a Bloody Miranda. Uh, because Miranda's the like primary kid in this movie, I'll say. And she often gets bloody, her both hers and other people's. That's the pink and- one. That's the pink one with blonde okay. hair. Yeah, sure. I thought you so were gonna, gonna make say, a Sex in the City joke. No, okay. I, I don't know enough about the character of Miranda. Is she the slutty one? I don't know. I truly the don't uptight know. one. I have never I seen any. So just, <laughs> that's how. That's about how it would have gone. Yeah. I think Miranda's um, the one who's no. a senator now, isn't she? I don't know. 
This is not A to Z Sex in the City <laughs> cast. <laughs> okay, either way, here's what I'm calling, here's what I'm saying Transition. makes this a Bloody Miranda rather than a Bloody Mary. So Bloody Mary would be vodka and tomato juice, right? Yeah. Bloody Caesar, vodka and clamato juice. Yeah. Bloody Maria, tequila and uh, tomato juice. Yeah. So I'm saying a Bloody Miranda is going to be tequila and clamato juice, which is what I got here. A little horseradish, a little Worcestershire, a little hot sauce. Mm, so that's tequila and clamato? Yes, it is, okay. and it's delicious. Okay. Interesting. Oh, okay. a Bloody Miranda. Invented a new cocktail. I had brunch yesterday out at a local restaurant, and they had a Bloody that was gin-based, and I Ooh. wanted to order it, but apparently they don't serve cocktails until 10 a.m. <laughs> like, there, she was like, it's a dumb Idaho thing. I was like, what? I feel like I've had cocktails prior to 10 a.m. in this city before. I, I feel like that's true. That, yeah. It has to be true. Yeah. I just don't think they wanted to make cocktails. Maybe you need a dip. Maybe they've separated the liquor license by hour. Like you can get a more but robust liquor potentially. license. Potentially. Yeah. Yeah. Who knows? Whatever. Either way, what are you drinking? Cool. Uh, I also went with the winter <laughs> theme. <laughs> this is a Mountains Walking Beer, their brewery out of, I think, Bozeman. Uh, it's a New England IPA. Light dusting. I, this whole movie has like the lightest of dustings of snow. Uh, it's cold, but it's not particularly snowy. They they make the most of it. They do all sorts of s- snow typey stuff. Lots of they're throwing stuff. snowballs and sledding their faces into things and tobogganing into things and you know <laughs> crashing cars in the snow and, and 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 that's it. Typical winter stuff, you know. Yeah, yeah. Slipping, sliding on the light dusting. <laughs> I, don't know. I like it. I like it all. Good work all around, boys. Sure. Now, ordinarily on the podcast is where we tell you about what else has been rocking our collective horror worlds. But as we record this, it's kind of close to the start of the month, that month being September of 2021. So we've got to do a horror release roundup over at the website, a hyphen zhorror.com. You can find the full list of uh, links to trailers for horror movies coming out that we could find for the next month. But here on the podcast, we're just going to hit you with a top one, a bottom one, and a dark horse pick. Let's start with me, and let's start at the top, because there isn't much to talk about at the top of this month. i got to be honest with you. <laughs> no, I'm not that excited about anything. People are pulling their punches for October, I think. Are they? Yeah. So, I look, I, I picked Malignant. I picked the James Wan joint. It yeah. doesn't look particularly great, but it's going to be competently put together and have some good scary scenes because it's it James Wan. I mean, it just I doesn't mean, look exciting. It's a James Wan horror movie joint. It's it's like he just wanted to remake Insidious, and this time there's a police station. I like it. Yeah. I mean, certainly it looks the best to me of all these movies. Yeah. Fastball. Easy. Fastball. <sighs> right Easy. over the plate. Uh, it's one yeah. that I just want to wait until it's, you know, five-buck rental to go through and, like, watch some of the set pieces, because uh, they'll be interesting jump scares and good builds and all that stuff. Like, he's... Yeah, I'm kind of with you. More to go through it and look at the craft, Mark. Yeah, craft. <laughs> I, I got to figure out what the hell James Wan is so good at that makes him fantastic because I, mm-hmm. the dude can take the tamest jump scare that's in every yeah. other movie and turn it into yeah. something magical. Yeah, and He's he makes good. a lot of movies that like... I feel like he does a lot with not the greatest concepts at times. You you just like give me a bare bones synopsis read of a James Wan movie and I'm not going to be as excited for it. Yeah. Well, I think that's probably why he's like he doesn't overcomplicate things. Sure, it's probably a big part of it. Do we yeah. want to dissect what it is to be a good director instead of yeah. reviewing this movie today? Mm-hmm. I've, I've read a bunch <laughs> of books on it. I consider myself an expert. Yeah. 
I consider you cool. an expert too, Mark. An expert on telling us what your top one pick is. My top one pick. Great segue. You're an expert in segues, Jack. Thank My you. My top one was Prisoners of the Ghostland. In the Ghostland, whatever. That I don't is. know is this the, the one. Nick Cage one. Yeah, yeah it is. Yeah. Because you I know mean, it is. This is uh, this is the kind of movie he be- in which he belongs. Yes. Um. And he the the pull quote for this it's, trailer it's, is this is the craziest movie I've ever been in says Nicolas Cage. So if he's saying that, no, what cool. Ni- what Nick anything Nicolas Cage says holds little to no meaning for me. It's not clear to me he knows what decade it is. I don't care, and I know you're a hater of Nicolas Cage. Honestly, part of the reason I'm picking this was just to offend you, but also I do want to see this. It looks fantastic. his presence in this movie doesn't offend me. This is precisely the kind of movie he I, should take on. I don't think that you could describe this movie as looking fantastic. I think it looks like I think it looks cool. It's gonna be fun. It's something. Yeah, it's kind of like Suicide Squad, right? They've strapped, ge- they've strapped explosives to his genitals unless he does stuff. I, yeah, <laughs> but it's so up. weird. That's like the <laughs> least weird part of this trailer. Stuff. He has to pull. He has to go and find uh, the prisoner lady of the daughter of the mayor. Uh, and there's samurai and there's cowboys. Yeah, it's gonna make a bunch of money because ha ha ha, Nick Cage yeah. jerk offs like you. Yeah, great. <laughs> I am radioactive. <laughs> <laughs> It's I'm Gonzo. on the right side of history on this one, Jack. I'm, I'm positive. <laughs> I'm going to die on this hill. Jake, yeah. how about you? What's uh, your top one pick? Uh, I went with We Need to Do Something. This is going to be a VOD release. Probably. Oh, definitely. It's already apparently out. I don't know if I believe that. It's supposed to come out this month. I haven't looked. It's going to be out by the time you hear this, listener. Uh, this one is the most for me movie that's coming out this month. I totally agree with Jack's take that there's just not a lot here that's exciting me. Um, simple concept there's a family in a house something is happening outside what is that thing is it a natural disaster is it something supernatural super unnatural i don't know and i really like those movies that take place in like a room or a very small set of locations um this one could be interesting for sure i hope it's good but it's the most for me and i had to go with my heart on that it very much, enough. it very much reminds me of a wait further instructions, which I liked a little bit. I'm not so sure it'll have like that big brotherish aspect, but no. But people trapped in a house with something outside the house yep. attacking. I mean, it's, it's the same setup. Jake, have you watched the boy behind the door yet? No, I haven't. Get that one on your list. Fine. Yeah. God, <laughs> do it. Take that down. <laughs> Take a note. Um, all right, fair enough. Let's move on to middle ones. And I chose Shelter in Place as, uh, I guess, they're dark horses, not middle ones. Uh, dark I was like, horse what? Pick. What, what segment I, I, is this? I lost. Dude, I've got a beer, a coffee, and a bloody Miranda all going here. I'm on a different level. Um, anyway, I chose Shelter in Place. This Mix is about them a all together. couple that goes on a honeymoon and then... I think that it's the power going out that initially causes the first time they have to like just hole up in this room, but it looks buck wild. This movie this looks bananas. So much weird stuff happens. This is the one where they're in a hotel, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that one looked cool too. I liked both of those. I think that's a good pick. Thank you very much. Mark, what's your uh middlest one? I went with one of the two zombie movies coming out this month. Uh the okay. Manson Brothers Zombie Massacre. That is Really? A- that I think, is the thing. I, dude, th- and I think it will pair well with me choosing Prisoners of the Coastline. <laughs> yeah, you're you're really sending it this month. Um it's a it's a like amateur professional wrestler 
whatever duo in a zombie massacre in a venue for wrestling. It sounds great. I want to see zombies get hit by chairs and stuff. I used to fucking love watching WWE, man. WWF at the time. <laughs> what happened? I don't know. I stopped. You grew out of it? I grew out of it. But mm. you, you got so mad at our friend Zachary and I for watching the Royal Rumble during Tree Fort. You're watching talking to Jake Royal when you Rumbles. say that, right? I was with you. I thought that was fantastic. <laughs> and drinking uh, Japanese whiskey. That was very fun. Yeah, yeah we, left, we left the music festival to go to your house and watch old YouTube videos of wrestling. It was great. <laughs> Jake was unhappy. I'm hey, Jake, what I, was your I am, middle one? I, I, uh, I am distraught. I know. Those memories are really <laughs> creeping back. Um, I went with the Halloween-y one because it doesn't look particularly stellar, but I, I like, think... Yeah, Bad Candy? I, yeah, Bad Candy is the name of this movie. Uh, when is this coming out? Later in the month? The 10th, ostensibly. Is this also the anthology VOD launch. one? This is the anthology. This is the Halloween anthology. Uh, lower budget, but I mean, release Halloween anthologies. I'll watch them. Yeah, exactly. I, I, feel like, I feel like there's very little this movie could do that will be either great or really bad because at worst it's going to be just kind of like this shitty campy Halloweeny thing which is honestly like the most forgiving holiday for that type of thing that you could possibly use so whatever it's it's a dark horse it could be really fun that's the promise it could be really fun it could end up being like a Halloween staple but I doubt it's a dark horse territory well there you go there you go so I guess uh, what now what the only thing left Jack is Jesus bottom Christ ones what I'm you did so good at the start you I'm did so waking well. up i used it all up i used it all up too early <laughs> all and the magic excellent wake transition. up wake the fuck up all okay <laughs> uh bottom one picks i chose burial ground massacre yeah this yep. is uh, that's a good choice what there's a there's a burial ground um it seems like the killer is a <laughs> native american cool. lore of some variety uh there's like what would be traditionally considered Native American, like face paint and accoutrement on the killer. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Who's also I, definitely I can, a white guy. I can say, well, isn't it uh, Mads- Michael Madsen? Well, Michael Madsen is the shaman. I don't think he's the bad guy. Okay. Gotcha. Either way. Yeah. Uh, the fact that Michael Madsen is playing a shaman of some type. Uh, yeah, I can give the movie a little credit and hope that it's going to be a, you know, story that's empowering for native peoples but it looks horrible why would you um, why would you exp- there's no way i'm ho- saying i could hope yeah I'm, I'm, I, I guess hope. you can hope jack what uh, else do you have you can't hope in, in looking at the writers they they <laughs> do not have any indications that they would be a good fit to write from a native person's perspective Look, there's a 0.0 percent <laughs> chance okay let's just let's so. just be real yeah, uh, not excited about this. It doesn't look good to begin with, and then it looks pretty rough on the Native American stuff front, so. Rough. Uh, not excited about that. Mark, how about you? What's your bottom one pick? I uh, recognize, I fully recognize that as a white male saying this, there's like a lot of uh, privilege involved here, but here we go. Karen. <laughs> oh, I just, yeah. I don't want to spend any yeah. amount of my time having to deal with Karen's. <laughs> and again, we can also hope that this one in this one the young black couple gets revenge on the horrible this racist is... Karen woman, but Oh, I'm sure they're going to the see. Yeah. This is uh interestingly enough this is a BET Productions. Yes. Yeah. And that that is that Film. is I mean, interesting. It looks good, but A, I hate that type of movie in general where it's like you're having to deal with the shitty neighbor. Yeah. Um 
they're just incredibly frustrating and aggravating and stress me the fuck out. And then this one obviously has the additional layer of it being specifically a Karen, which is the worst yeah it's as jake has said before like you get the kind of thing you get enough of in your real life you don't need to watch a horror movie well right yeah exactly i don't yeah this is documentary basically i don't don't care i i am kind of flabbergasted at this one to be honest i agree the the point that you made about a movie that at its core is frustrating is not really an experience i set out to have typically when i put movies on it's at the end of a day where i'm frustrated with my day yeah refer to the top of episode escapism this is not that and again what mark said was good i mean we have some level of privilege obviously but uh <laughs> this doesn't look like something that we're the ones who get to choose to not have to deal with this, so <sighs> yeah this yes this I, i'm not interested <laughs> in seeing it whatever yep no mark it's, it's a good pick jake how about you what is I, your pick i really agree with him i ended up putting uh i i, I can't even pronounce this woman's name eileen warnos american boogie woman couple reasons oh, here yeah <laughs> i like for whatever reason i really like you saying that name eileen warnos <laughs> the american boogie woman part. american boogie woman uh <laughs> film looks competently made this doesn't this isn't like just bottom of the poop pile type things mark almost spilled his full stout i didn't where i didn't was scary for I me wasn't gonna. uh it's just an experience I, I i don't really want to have and i forgot about it from the time that I initially like went through these and when I was ultimately deciding the the one through 10, which is a really good or top one and bottom one, which is a really good indicator that it's probably one that I don't want to see and will not see. So bottom. Yep. Yeah. And also just the story of Eileen Warnos is pretty tragic in and of itself. I don't know like, anything I've about the story of Eileen Warnos. I've never she, heard that name. She was a prostitute who killed seven people in like the 70s and 80s. Okay. And uh, then was sentenced to death for a few of those murders. But she claimed self-defense because they tried to rape her. Mm-hmm. And it's just it's just a pretty tragic tale about, uh, I, I don't know, it sucks on a number of levels. Great. Fuck. So it's not, it's like, it doesn't, it doesn't seem fun. It doesn't seem good. It's just like, ugh. <laughs> God damn it. Okay. I'm super happy I put it there then. Yeah. Thanks yeah, for justifying it's, my placement. It's a very fair pick. Um, is there anything else we want to talk about before we get out of the segment? There, I, Mark, you seemed pretty interested based on your write-up in the animated zombie movie coming yeah. out, Night of the Animated Dead. Why so are you interested It doesn't look good. It looks... I'm, I just want to know why this exists. Yeah. It seems weird that, it, that they made it, and then also... It has a fantastic cast. Yeah, it really does. Just like so, labor, just like fan, it's almost like a fan film almost. I don't know. But then they randomly have so they're getting the psych crew back together randomly. Okay. James okay. Roday Rodriguez and Dulé Hill are okay. in here. It's heavy. Jimmy Simpson is a pretty heavy featured player in Psych as well and he's in this too. Yeah, exactly. Jimmy Simpson's in there. Uh Josh Duha- Duhamel, Duhamel, whatever however you say Duhamel. his last name <laughs> is like the top build guy. Will Sasso plays the like sheriff. I if this Katie is Sackoff's a- in this, I like her a lot too. Maybe yeah, all these people is- like the product and they want to be part of something that's just a love letter to it. I, I guess, but yeah, that's the that's the thing that is just weird to me. If this is just like a fan project, they got some fucking talent on board in order to make it. I I think it's cool and weird i was on the fence of whether or not that would be my dark horse weird correct cool eh, yeah i mean if it's a labor of i can't speak today labor of love then fine but yeah i don't know it's just for all these one. people who have been a part of so many like kind of subversive or clever projects like the trailer makes this look like straight down the middle like what if night of the living dead was an animated movie that's my it's, understanding is they yeah. re is they just animated oh really the movie. oh okay yeah. wow it's i don't just think night of the living dead yeah yeah i don't think there's gonna be a lot 
going on. It that's why it has to be just like fan project exercise and animation. I don't know. Yeah. Whatever. With a great it cast somehow. Is there anything else worth mentioning this month? God, September. What are you doing to me? Not really. No. Um. There's some. That, so there's one that's coming out that's based off of a horror novel from 2014 coming out at the end of the month on Netflix that I couldn't find anything on, but that could Got turn it. into something. I'll toss out a mention for uh, Skinwalker, Howl of the Rougarou. I always yeah, like folklore, and the Rougarou is cool. Yeah, you the would. Rougarou is cool. I can't. I truly cannot tell if this is actually attempting to be a documentary with. That's just a ton of dramatizations and stupid I shit. I kind of hope, or if not. they're trying, or if it actually is a mockumentary. That's what I hope. But like the Who way knows. it was delivered to us makes it sound like this is a recurring series that they've done, small town monsters or whatever. I don't know. Yeah. I'm I'm perplexed by it, and I don't care enough about it to see it. So I'm I'm not gonna follow up. <laughs> uh, I probably won't watch it either. But I I just think uh, the Ruger is a cool is a cool cryptid that doesn't get a lot of love often. Yeah. We love our cryptids. Yeah. My God, nothing else comes out. Have your cryptids spayed or neutered, folks. I mean, that's not true. <laughs> We're going to have a full list, but nothing else is coming out. Yeah, kind Future of, kind of an unremarkable, <laughs> unremarkable month overall. Very. Wait until next so. next month when we have 75 movies on the list. Fuck. All right, let's go. <laughs> Over at ADCHorror.com this week, we watched 2008's The Children. Now, boys, I picked this movie, and then I forgot why I picked this movie for a while, and then as soon as I started watching the movie, I remembered why I picked this movie. Oh, do tell. For one extra step of obscurity there, you forgot which movie you picked completely. Yes, yeah. I did. <laughs> That's I right. absolutely did. Oh, you idiot. Um, Jack, but- why'd you pick this movie? Yeah, so, Jake, I'm curious if you were in New Zealand at this point of college or not. If I asked you what our friend tang did at a party that was most noteworthy what would you say to that probably blowing fireballs at yeah okay good yeah Yeah, i was there so yeah i uh i was walking down the street to my sister's house the other day and i saw some doofs trying to blow fireballs in their driveway and that reminded me of hanging out with our friend tang which reminded me of the only horror movie i've seen with tang and one crispy uh, which was this movie, The Children. Crispy had it burned onto a DVD as a double feature with 40 Days and 40 Nights. Oh that Shannon Sossaman misogynist terrible God. movie. Um, what? what a weird combo of things, <laughs> first yeah. of all. So the three of us um, hung out one night in Crispy's dorm room that he'd scared his roommates out of uh, by that point and watched 40 Days and 40 Nights followed by The Children. My God. <laughs> That is a way better story than I was expecting. <laughs> I thought you were going to be like, I don't know, I saw it somewhere. And, yeah, you know. watching, watching the kids blow fireballs reminded I, me of it. I, I plugged it into a random horror movie generator, and it told me to watch this movie. That's <laughs> shit. <laughs> now, how he had a DVD that had 40 Days and 40 Nights and the children on it is beyond me, but that's best explained by knowing Crispy personally, I think is the only explanation. The universe and works in mysterious ways. I'm sure torrenting was involved. No, this seems very legal. <laughs> very on the up and up this would have been what 2009 or something like that yeah. uh 2010 no um, one was either way. anything at that time <laughs> yeah no not at all either way that's why i picked it safe to say you guys hadn't seen this movie before i, no, I have not seen this movie, movie before <laughs> had you heard of it uh i mean it has a very generic name the name is awful i feel like i've seen the poster before oh i hadn't I'm it's a pretty good right poster now. i'm looking at i'm seeing two and i've never seen either of them 
There's yeah. one. I like the one I like is the doll with like the porcelain cracked skin and the. It's a better poster. Yeah, that one sucks because the doll isn't even in the fucking movie. I mean, I it's like not necessarily one. true at all, but whatever. Is there a doll in this movie? They're like, yeah, they have toys. Bunch of yeah. dolls. Yeah, okay. sure. Yes. Well, it it, it yeah. very very prominently featured this doll, I believe. Did it really? The most noteworthy scene in this movie has this doll in it. Oh. Yes. Oh, you're gonna have to tell me more about that. Yeah. I'm, okay. You'd have to remind Absolutely. me most of what happened. In this I watched movie this because movie I watched this, this morning, like six days ago. I, I watched, watched this movie like two hours ago. I watched this movie two hours ago. What the fuck he's talking about, Mark? <laughs> okay, Jack. Well, Jack, I, maybe maybe you saw the one with the deleted scenes. You got like the director's cut. Yeah, I got the extent. No, I'll tell you what I got. I got the one that was free on Amazon Prime, which had the like c- commercial lo- extended commercials. IMDb five times commercials. Yeah. Those are jarring. They're and so placed bad. At horrible spots throughout the Mark movie. Mark warned me, and I ended up paying for it. Yeah, that was a good call. Yeah. Jesus, it was disruptive. I, $4 I is worth my not having to sit through that. I I might be incorrectly remembering this, but I think the scene where he, he is on the sled and he gets his head bumped with the... What, I mean, bumped? It's he like his halfway head through him running. It's like as the two frames into him running into the spike. Yeah, it exactly. Really? Horrible, horrible Red Bull. That is Hard cut yeah. to Amazing. It's, Shockingly yeah, bad. Awful. I mean, that whole sequence <laughs> is terrible to begin with, but then with a commercial in the middle of it, it's... Even worse, believe it or not. <laughs> I can believe it. I do. I do believe it. Either way, boys, I picked this movie. That means I have to give us a 30-second plot synopsis. I'm hoping one of you guys has 30 seconds pulled up on the goddamn clock. Of Jack, course. that's going to start when I start. Why would we not? Two families that are like related, each have kids, both have younger kids. One of the families has an older, rebellious daughter go to stay at a like winter house for her, uh, for New Year's Eve. The kids get sick and stuff starts happening. The older daughter is trying to convince them that the kids are trying to kill them. People die. A guy runs into a pitchfork on a sled. Um, the 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 family turns on the older girl. They don't believe her. They lock her in a house. The kids eventually kill everyone, and then the older girl succumbs Time. to whatever virus caused the kids to become evil. Yeah, you got it. <laughs> As you can see, I am not particularly excited to discuss this movie. <laughs> you li- what? <laughs> Last night you're like, I'm so in- excited or interested, whatever. One of those two words. I want to know what your thoughts are on it. Oh, <laughs> well, because I have some thoughts. Let on me it. tell you, I watched this hungover. Do you think it's a good hungover watch? <laughs> <laughs> it's a good drunk watch. I can tell you that. <laughs> I don't have enough data to support that claim. <laughs> Um, all right, uh, boys, why don't we start talking about what in the fuck subgenres of horror this fits into? Start. It's like a four-second segment. Siege? What's the, like, home invasion? Home invasion, a little yeah. bit, yeah. I call it home, home invasion. invasion. A little bit, no. yeah. Yeah. No. A little Definitely bit. She that. barricades herself in the house, and it is invaded. It's like a they barricade themselves in a greenhouse, and it's invaded. It very much becomes a insiders versus outsiders, like, physically inside versus physically outside uh-huh. movie. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Siege. Whatever we want to call it. Okay, yeah. fine. That's about it. It's British. Foreign, yeah. <laughs> foreign, yeah. It's the, the most domestic foreign. Virus related. Is it? I mean, that's, that's like what they fungus? would li- have they're us like believe. Generally, they're like, but I mean, they basically become zombies. It's like yeah, zombie I was going to say it's kind of a zombie movie. Uh, kind of. Sl- there's like slime. Is the slime what does it? <laughs> it's a slime movie. No, I think that's just like a byproduct of the vomit. <laughs> oh. Okay, but it's like in the middle of the forest. Yeah, but then later she says there's vomit out in the forest, and the other kids vomited earlier. 
Oh. There's vomit Oh, out that's how those two things connect. I gotcha. Yeah. She just happened to find the one spot they vomited in the forest? Yes, she found the one spot of vomit in the forest. Cool. That Okay. Great. <laughs> this movie's really well written, and I love it. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, boys. I don't have um, any other subgenres. No, there aren't that no, many. No other subgenres. It's a surprisingly no unique film. It is a surprisingly as, unique film. As, as far as like how it fits into the subgenre world. Man, this is shaping up to be our shortest episode in like three years. <laughs> <laughs> My head hurts. <laughs> we have not hit the 30-minute mark yet. We're already at what the movie does right. We are flying along. Well, well it, me... helps when, it, it helps when HRR has like 10 movies we yeah, can talk and they're about all and they all suck. Garbage. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> we really haven't had that in a while. Jack, what's the movie do you write? You uh, you you chose to see this for a second time in your life, so I'll I did choose to tell. see it for a second time in my life. I didn't really think about its quality when I did that, but <laughs> God, um, I, lo- I love the way you fucking draft movies, dude. <laughs> I just want to recap your draft. It's fun. It's, it's fun. fun. You gotta, You're right. You got to throw some stinkers in the mix. I don't know that this one is weird. I'm a- I actually am kind of interested to talk about this one. I don't think it qualifies as a stinker. No, I don't think it does either. Um, okay. It uh, I, I there are a lot of actually creepy scenes with the kids. The kids are properly creepy, and for a movie that is as dependent on kids as this is, you're subjected to shockingly little bad kid acting. That combination of things this movie does very well. <laughs> That's because of the bad adult editing that is the <laughs> that is pervasive in this. <laughs> well, I mean, it's it, it makes a choice. The way this movie is edited is wrong. Is uh, intentional. <laughs> You know how someone thought that close-ups of things were really cool and just jump cuts between close-ups of things. What, you don't like looking at a frozen frog's toes in like frame by frame cuts? <laughs> I, I that was like borderline. Yeah, someone watched Antichrist and thought it was really artistic, and they wanted that part of that in their movie. <laughs> Though Antichrist came out after this. Chaos raid. Chaos raid. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jack. So what? the the kid part, interesting take um, about the creepiness, I guess. I, I Overall, what this movie did right to me was I think that for the sub for the topic that this deals with, for what ha- what happens in this movie, this played it about the most sinister and brooding way that it possibly could have. And I appreciate that because yeah. this is some. <laughs> Stupid shit. <laughs> oh, dude. I also kind of really like the tone of this movie that is at times very, very brooding, like you said, but at times overtly comical and dumb. And I think he was trying to do both. Maybe I'm giving him too much credit, but I enjoyed the way that tone ping-ponged, um, which felt intentional to me. I also... Mark I would like has to re- nothing to say. I, I would like to reply in the exact same way that Jake did. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly like what this movie did right. I've already said it because you're 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 starting on the wrong foot with me with a movie that is about scary kids because I cannot think of something that is less intimidating than children. We're getting ahead of ourselves here, but no shit. One Mark. of the problems with this movie is it takes something that I actually do think is pretty easy to turn creepy, which are like a gaggle of children a murder of children like that's been done before to good extent like you you've seen uh children of the corn the spoilers for the draft later (laughs) you could you could take so many of these kids though you could take them 
Oh yeah, yeah so but, that's, but that's, they, that, that was the end of my sense. Like this can be done really well. Kids can be creepy. Creepy. Like one the of the creepiest movies we watched in the last year is that Cuckooville, whatever the hell it was called. That was creepy. Um, but what <laughs> the black and white one with the kids that can control people's minds <laughs> or read people's minds? Kids aren't creepy. Um, <clears throat> but the makers of this movie don't think kids are creepy, and they think that the solution is to make them do the thing that the script calls for and then edit the fuck around it. So it's like, in a way, I think it's show it like they're tipping their hand that they don't think the thing they're making is scary. And in, and in that function, they made it not scary at all. These are the least intimidating serial killers ever. Well, I, but I think it's supposed to be funny. I don't know that it is. I got I zero read, humor out of this. I didn't read it as trying to be funny. I don't personally. think you can write that fucking Chinese herb creep bag stepdad character the way that that's written and not be intending to make a comedy. I think it's very clearly a comedy. I think that they know what they're doing with his character. Like he's definitely a douchebag, and they're it's a send up of someone, but that doesn't make it a <laughs> comedy. <laughs> I just mean that just means there was someone in their life that they felt like making fun of and writing as a character. I love it. <laughs> I, that I part's humor is injected so often throughout <clears throat> this. Like it, it, just, it read very funny to me. That's just the British man. Maybe <laughs> the accents the are weird. I felt like I should be laughing. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know, dude. We're trying to talk about what the movie does right, and I am on the struggle bus. Uh, there's some good adult fears that they do nail in this one. Like early on, I. No, you know, as a parent, you're like, you definitely don't want to have the weird kid. <laughs> that they do that pretty well at the start, and then yeah, obviously, the kid who might, I, for instance, sit down to the table with a beer and a glass of milk to consume for dinner. <laughs> you can't let that happen, right? Nobody wants that. Nobody their wants kid. their kid to do that. Yeah. Uh, my parents are so disappointed. Um, <laughs> but the other thing that this does, it necessitates. I mean, obviously, there's a lot of murder happening in this movie, but. Part and parcel of that with this movie is that you it necessitates children murder, which is something we don't see all that frequently. And some of them are astounding. Miranda's death at the end is fantastic. <laughs> Very good. Just full on slammed with the car. It takes yeah. a really long time to get there. Like, and I, I think that's hilarious. I, I think well, that's, that's the supposed end of the to that, be funny. That one does well, read I, as you keep going, a little bit, yeah. That that one that one does. Yeah. Like I'm yeah. saying, I think the, the one movie before is that with the door and the neck intentionally between doesn't. different tones. Yeah, the one with the door and the neck doesn't really do that. The one with the kid who falls over backwards onto the glass doesn't. Those are basically the same exact thing, and yeah. I can't remember what happened to the other girl. I don't. She's just there. She just wandered off into the woods. <laughs> she's just there. Leah. The, end. the, I don't know, the one in the yellow, the younger one. Yeah, yeah. she's just there. Okay. I, I whatever I I agree about the necessitating children murder because you don't see that very often. Um, it really takes them to the very end of the movie to do that, though. You know, and I guess if you're like a parent, the idea, regardless of what is happening, the idea of having to like fight back against your child is pretty brutal. Is yeah. a tough one. Yeah. So I get that, and that came through a bit. I want to give it credit. For things considering that's the segment we're in and i that that came across to me for sure because part of me a big part of me is like take a fucking golf club and just whack them over the head whack them all like do something yeah. fix this but they don't and i get it and it's kind of frustrating I mean, but it makes sense also, there's to, a to your point here. jake if you're concerned about that like it's not that hard to bind a child with duct tape or whatever you have lying around i have this <laughs> exact take written i have this exact take <laughs> written down Please do that. <laughs> Never. Jack won't. Just bleeping it out. 
Yeah, that's a. <laughs> but there, there is something. We're fully off the rails. This segment is failing because we have a lot more to say in the other two. So fuck it. Uh, I also want wait then. Ooh. The I like how you cut me off. You didn't even talk about things. That we haven't been in the right segment for the last the generation of this podcast, and you're fracture. cutting me off. <laughs> Big men on campus cutting the people off. Perforated compound fracture is gnarly, and while. The physics don't make sense into how it occurred. I think it is. Once it occurs, it's gnarly looking and made me squirm a little. Horrifying. The the effects of this movie were not bad. No. Let's let's give credit. I'm thankful that Jack actually had something left to say that made sense. And and a lot of it is because of the implication, right? They don't show you everything because obviously they had almost no budget. But what they show you is pretty resonant. The head flappy thing is (laughs) good. Yeah. yeah, but Enough. even then, like they don't really show you anything that happens. No, it's but like it's a it, bunch like, of it, jump cuts and then a bloody garden hook thing, whatever the hell that is. I don't know when they have him on his back, his like top of his head is like flapped off. Yeah, later, later yeah. after, after uh, they've kind of moved him around, she's like and, holding his skull in place. Yeah, yeah. And the last thing I had in does right is the scene, Jake, that I was talking about. What I think is the most resident scene of this movie that heavily features the doll, which is when the the wife of the dead guy goes into the tent. And sees the doll sticking out of his sliced open stomach, kind of half-stitched oh, back together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got that it. is a pretty good scene from an effects perspective and from a creepy perspective, especially because the tent's just kind of creepy to begin with. Those weird, like, almost hair-like strands hanging down everywhere. I really like just, the tent. The tent's and the pretty yellow, cool. The yeah, tent's the good. yellow light coming through the, like, thin walls of the tent. It's all very yeah. creepy, very weird, and that that's insane and you're like what the fuck yeah you're right uh, thanks for bringing that back i'd already forgotten that which is probably more an indictment of the movie itself than that particular so that's a good yeah that's a good scene yeah it's a good scene yeah. i'll tell you what this movie did right i watched it on imdb oh, tv and uh the thing that came up afterward you know how it just plays the next thing in the queue for you i don't no, I've never used imdb tv somehow okay. it's the thing i mean whatever you play I, through Amazon, conceptually i understand TV. what you mean uh MXC came on after this. It was a very strange transition. What? <laughs> yeah. Do you remember MXC? Most extreme. Yes, challenge? I remember MXC. Why is this? I wonder if this is like algorithmic. The, the like, like original MXC with like the the dubbed Japanese yeah. commentary. Oh. Yeah, I, the original of this has, Castle or whatever. This has called. to be algorithmic, dude. I bet if I watched this right now and it finished, it wouldn't go to MXC. I don't know. I would be. I might just have it do this in the background. <laughs> just For remind science. yourself of all of the things that happened in this movie. But I thought that was charming. That was a blast from the past. My wife had never heard of the show and hated it, which makes sense. Oh, it's <laughs> awful. <laughs> it's a pretty bad show. It's really dumb. It's insane. It it does fit that uh, like early 2000s Spike TV ethos perfectly. Yep. I, I, it, that it, show was Spike TV it, slash it was Comedy a perf- Central. Well, it, w- th- it was part of the block that was perfect Spike TV. The man show followed by MXC is exactly what Spike TV and the I, early 2000s were like. I yep. forgot about the man show. Yeah. Also, Adam to Carolla everybody who says like, people are getting canceled all over the place, Jimmy Kimmel hosted The Man Show for five what fucking a, years, what and he's an, not canceled. What an insanely different place the world was yeah. 20 years ago. <laughs> yep. That show, nonsense. <laughs> Their credits, was they, they had a whole segment that was just women jumping on trampolines. Yeah. They, they had that in the credits, and it was also an individual segment on the show. That show yeah. sucks. This is shortly after... No, this is probably still on the tail end of, like, Girls Gone Wild era bullshit in our society. Yeah, oh, that yeah, was smack dab so. in the middle of Girls Gone yeah. Wild. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, quick call out. Uh, I 
Jack, we talked about this off air. This is not related to horror at all, although it is basically horror. Was the the documentary that recently came out about Woodstock '99? Oh yeah, Music dude, Box. that's such a good doc. That's really good. Highly recommended. I mean, no, fuck it. That that is basically a, a horror documentary. Yeah, man, fucking. <laughs> that's a horrifying Jesus. situation. Fred Durst all is around. a horror movie villain. <laughs> Un- and so is Robert Durst. <laughs> Unbelievable. People named Durst. All of them. All those Dursts. Wow. Oh, those Dursts. There, we have some listeners that's like unrelated. Last <laughs> yeah. name's just Durst. Kevin like, Durst. On blast. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Kev. Hey, guys. <laughs> Anyways, that's what this movie does, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, kind of. Yep. <laughs> let me see. Hold on. I just, for completion's sake, let me make sure I don't have any other notes in the right section. Yeah, you want to keep the rigid structure? You can always just come I back. I tried earlier. Just interrupt Jack when he's talking about something the movie does wrong. With hey, I have another thing. Movie uh, does right. This uh, this is a neat pick. I could elevate to what the movie does right. <laughs> okay, what the sure. fuck? Hold on, I have a note that just appeared. <laughs> I feel like my phone was listening to me and it was doing some like type or text or voice to text thing. Yeah. I have a note in here that says middleman DT. So do s we do under dry with the d underline stuff today. Bolt now this is bolded rad y far we capital f r disac right and right is italicized. It, no, Look that's that that's note. clearly you just left your phone unlocked in your pocket. If, <laughs> Look if at that that's note. your phone's attempt at a speed <laughs> like voice to text, then you need a new phone. There is a super impressive array of like different like the underline, the bold, yeah. and the italicization. That's why it's clearly you left your phone unlocked in your pocket. Jack, I prefer to believe that there is magic in this world. Okay. <laughs> Isn't that baffling? <laughs> single letter underlined? I don't think that a could sing- be a pocket. A sing- someone's trying to communicate with you. A single letter underlined. No, that's, I mean, that you could definitely do that by holding down the letter. and you Jack, get an I'm not here for your explanations, uh, for your my scientific liberal explanations. Just like this movie, I don't want it. Okay, <laughs> what does it do middle? <laughs> what does it do middle? Um, the, the father figures in this movie, I think, are both absurdly written and I think it works to the comedic elements of this movie and also doesn't work to the believable characters in any way shape or form elements of this movie so I'm putting them in middle that's the only read I could have where you could place them here I I holistically don't really get the same thing that you're getting as this being an out and out intentional comedy but I watched this hungover this morning, so I wasn't feeling in a comedic well, mood. I watched it drunk last night, so... <laughs> well, things are funnier when you're drunk. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Was it funny to you, Mark? Things are definitely funnier when you're drunk if you're comparing it to hungover. Yeah. Hungover has never been the mood that I'm in when I'm giggly. Yeah, there's a reason comedy clubs don't have a you-had-four-drinks-last-night minimum. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's a good concept, though. We should open that up. See we should it try it. Hungover only comedy club. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Think about how self-deprecating the brand would be there. Yeah. <laughs> the comedian's just up there, just head on the microphone, just wheezing. It's all versions <laughs> of like the, the really tragic comedy specials that have come out recently that are also great, but the bad versions yeah. of them, like yeah. the Tig Dottaro one, the Hannah Gadsby one, and Patton Oswalt talking about his wife. Like, You've seen a lot more than I have, one. sir. You I know some more. of those names. None of none of the funny from any of those specials. Yeah, sure. Yes. That. This 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 should actually be like a really good YouTube channel where you take the unfunny parts of stand-up comedy routines and just edit it's like them together. Garfield edit without Garfield. Yeah, except that one's kind of cool. <laughs> I like Garfield without Garfield. Yeah. It It'd be as existentially more... horrifying. <laughs> yeah. Garfield's been dead the whole time. <laughs> 
Can we move on to what the movie does wrong? Because everything, all of it. <laughs> sure, Mark. Okay, I truly children aren't scary. In this case, no. Hog tie them, throw them in the car, go to a fucking hospital. The people who made the movie don't think the children are scary, and no, that's why it's they a comedy. Scary. Yeah, hilarious. Uh, but I also truly believe that this movie may have been written and directed and edited by a magic eight ball. It, the decisions that they make in these scenes are preposterous. Yep. <laughs> Absolutely yes. preposterous. Yep. Case yes. in point would be the scene that we've already talked about where the guy falls on the sled. I I just kind of wrote down, I went back and I rewatched it after we were done. I watched I wanted, that this morning as well. I wanted I wanted to like fully digest the number of cuts and like things that happen in that. So here we go. Uh he's on a sled. I think he's having a good time. They're like playing outside. He's fully in control. He chooses to be on the sled. Then they cut to a wind vane spinning. Then smash cut to the older daughter Casey in the woods. Uh, she's in the woods now. She was in the she was in the uh, house like the scene yeah. before. No, no she and went is out. Never shown leaving. She just she, teleports into the woods. She was shown leaving. She went out to play with him and the daughters, and then went to meet her friend who's picking her up to go to the party. Then there's a quick shot of the garden rake cloth weeding tool thing then there's a shot of the wagon then you cut back to the spinning wind vane then you cut to the daughter tripping and then you get the uh, guy sliding down there's another like two or three quick smash cuts and then children screaming that's a five second long sequence yeah it's crazy there's there's all you missed a lot of pov like like he's wearing you know like a gopro facing himself while he's sledding on his stomach downhill there's a lot of that in there too also what? Fall off the sled. What are you doing? Oh, Dive off he, the He's, he's going, looking at it for so long. He's going, he's, I oh. mean, at, at most, generously, he's going oh, 15 he, miles an hour. Even if he was going at super most. fast and you hit that garden rake at full velocity, it couldn't, it would barely, if it, wouldn't punct, do that. if it punctured your skin, it would barely puncture your skin. Yeah. It would not tear your skull asunder. Like, yeah. No, it wouldn't you, do that. It wouldn't. It wouldn't cleave you in yeah. twain. Which is why yeah. it reads funny to me, especially with the like intercut shots of his face, Jack. Like, oh, full. Here's full screaming. Oh, the the scream face. It's like the it's like the scene from Austin Powers One where the dude gets run over by the steamroller. It is. Yes. It's like you know you could have done like all kinds of stuff to avoid this happening to you, but you didn't. So. But you didn't. I. So the here's the thing. Like Jack keeps going to the comedy bit, but. One of the things that this does most wrong to me is just, again, when you have this much kid as your central driving force of the movie, it's going to be annoying, but right? You- like, there, this, there is so much of this movie that is just cacophony of kids screaming and or laughing, and it's impossible to listen to. It's well, Jake, you're leading me to another thing this movie does wrong, which is the It's more annoying editing. than the Babadook. It, it isn't more annoying than the Babadook, but the audio. Oh, yeah. is, well, there's like there's like six take. different kids that are all four kids that are almost as annoying as the one kid, but then there's four of them at once. This has what? more volume of annoying children, but the specificity and focus of the Babadook on the annoying child for the first half of that movie overwhelms this one. Yes, and the audio uh, editing. On this I is feel so like if bad. I watched it again, I would agree with you, but I have a recency bias here. Yeah, well, <laughs> this is feeling real annoying, and my head hurt. When I watch and, this and movie. it's not Jake. It's not only that the kids are screaming; it's that the kids are screaming often independent of what the child actors are doing. They insert so much sound and lines. the The line that I introduced Mark with 
the the line that I introduced Mark with the I'm so sad I could fart. Her lips yeah. aren't moving when she yeah. says that. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. The audio yeah. editing on this is bad. All the ADR. Dude, this they was did edited by a bad. sausage. I, like this is impossible. <laughs> so you know what's absolutely crazy? I'm I'm looking at Tom Shankland, the director and writer of this movie. What like what his deal is? And the year before this movie came out, a movie called W Delta Z came out that had starred Stellan Skarsgård, Melissa George, Tom Hardy, Sally Hawkins. Like a but it's a big budget movie, a ten million dollar movie. I, I don't understand like what this guy's deal is. How did he get that movie? How did he? move on to this movie it's weird cocaine's a hell of a drug <laughs> yeah i guess or fungal spores in the forest oh and by the way you boys are lucky that uh w delta z appears to be available nowhere to stream because i was absolutely gonna pick that it's a crime horror thriller uh i'm curious are you saying zed to be cool or is zed spelled out it's literally W, the delta sign, and Z, and in parentheses, it says pronounced W, delta, Z. Ah, okay. Stylized. Oh, in America, it was called the killing gene. Oh, the killing gene. Yeah. I have no idea what that means. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> this movie has a 76% on the tomatometer. That is insane. I'm trying to see how many are on I here. I think it's funny. I think you guys- Ooh, I, there's a lot. I, I don't know why the comedy didn't hit you guys the way it hit me, but I genuinely thought it was I funny. I am- I am trying to see if anyone, if I can see the word comedy or humor in laugh. here, in any Make of these, laugh. Uh, or laugh or anything. I'll get back to you Nothing. on that. The dead Please serious do. movie. Uh, on the same note of the kids being annoying, the parents are also extremely obnoxious. This is the whole family is annoying people. Uh, Jake, the the primary review I'm seeing is from the Guardian, saying ludicrously intense and darkly humorous. Hmm. Oh, Blackly comic. Okay. I mean, I, I don't think sure. we're really arguing that point. There are things here that come across as okay. punchy, I guess. Uh, to be, to, I will say it that way. You, you boys want to hear a quote from Bloody Disgusting's review of this movie that I think is simply objectively inaccurate? What is it? Uh, Bloody Disgusting called this movie, uh, The Children is a flawlessly mounted horror film that knows exactly how to scare its audience. Damn, so good they've work, seen more horror disgusting. movies since that they wrote this. Oh, I wait, feel no, like shit, that, that, that was been... IGN, sorry, IGN said that. I feel like they, that may, well, <laughs> IGN known for, you know, not being honest with their things if people pay them, <laughs> but I, I, that is truly astounding. Truly astounding. It's this not is not one a good of the worst take. movies I've ever seen. <laughs> it's, I, that's, it's not that's that. Harsh. It's not that. That's harsh. It's not that at all. I could, uh, I disagree. I, I think it's bad. I don't think it's one of the worst movies I've ever seen. This is a dumb take. You're, you're just escalating it because you're mad. No, I... No. And trust me, Mark, I know I know yeah. from that. I know how that whole sequence goes, and you're doing it. No, I'm not. I can have opinions, too. <laughs> just like, Whoa, Mark, that that's a bad a opinion. You that can't have that opinion. <laughs> yeah, that is. We're personally attacking you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is weird. I don't like this. That's the role <laughs> I usually occupy. Oh is getting my mad God. about the how bad you found the movie because it's funny for the bit. That's that's terrible. I just I don't know, man. I was totally repulsed by the sheer volume of children yelling at me. It's a lot during this movie. And it then was... and then when Robbie dies, the other like the I mean obviously his wife's upset, but then the other couple don't seem to be bothered by it. At Especially all. the the fucking Especially Chinese Jonah. herb dickhead. That guy is just walking yeah. around like, "Hey princess, are you in here?" Like 
It almost, I fuck. for a minute there, I thought he was like in on it, like he was some. It he was going to end like up it. being some like yeah. mad scientist. He engineered that the virus. Thing. It's, yeah, it's, yeah, it's the it's the herbs that he's been feeding. Yeah, I actually thought that for a bit when he was doing that prance around the house, trying to find his kid, and then they're going to leave and all that. What what okay? What spurred? What happened in this movie? Like what Jake, spurred there was, him? There leaving? was a frog in the a frog's toes in the ice. Yeah, spawned a virus that got the first kid sick. I don't know. I don't have any fucking idea. What but was... it's 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 much larger than that because it's like the whole fucking countryside. Yeah, it spawned a virus and it infected a couple of kids and they infected all the other kids. The okay. R not Mark. So, the R not so of patient this zero is not at this like house. Eight. The R not of this particular virus is like eight, but it's oh, it's probably children. higher than that. This is a super rural area. Yeah, this has to be this has to be something that got into the freaking it doesn't groundwater. Are are not when you're talking about virology is how many people a person infected person is likely to infect. Eight is insanely high, but in a rural or or regardless, like yes, if every kid infects eight other people, that's insane, especially in a rural area. So it yeah it changes from place to place is what we're saying. So in this setting, the R not of eight. I, it's not at we all what I was saying, but okay, this right? is, it would have to be. Okay, all of this is incredibly dumb because they don't have interaction with all of those other kids. <laughs> no, it would have don't. to be something that yeah. came but the from frozen outside frogs of the house, yeah. in the groundwater did, or something. Mark. Kids are always finding frozen frogs and sucking on their toes. Yeah, I mean, if you're into what I'm into. <laughs> Yikes. Yo, I don't like that. <laughs> I, I did love that, that that dickhead character is so such an asshole. And it's like first line of the movie is, I've been teaching my daughter Mandarin. That's Chinese. That's Chinese. That's a pretty good fucking line. <laughs> yeah, this darkly comedic. This movie had me had me in stitches the whole time. I I was chuckling. Internal chuckles, Mark. This movie is also particularly bad at character decision making. Oh my! Like God, horror yeah. is famous for people doing stupid shit that yeah, doesn't make any sense. Yeah. yeah. Every, this one is peak. This one's peak. Yeah, you really couldn't write a movie where people make worse decisions than these folks. Yes, I agree with this take. We noted yep. this earlier, but like, why is there no middle road between being murdered by yep. a child and killing that child? Yep. Like, why can't you tie that kid up? Tie it up. Totally. Go to the hospital. So go easy. to the hospital. Yeah. Someone should go to the hospital. Drive away. He's what on happened? the phone with the police, and she's like, "Ah, eh, it doesn't sound very urgent." And he's like, "Okay, bye." <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> How about all no, right? It's see you later. Urgent. He might not be dead. Yeah, we have I a guy am. bleeding to death in the front yard. Okay, we'll come pick him up in six People hours. People are very, very bad at feeling for pulses. <laughs> oh, honey, if they're he not already especially dead. trained. Mark, yeah. I feel like your 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 lovely wife knows this better than a lot of people. Like humans are terrifically bad, especially untrained ones, at deciding that a person doesn't have a pulse. It's why a bunch of like exhumed coffins have scratches on the inside. Yeah, that's why they used to put bells in coffins. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, led. To, I was led to believe as a kid that that's where the term "dead ringer" came from. But that's probably something I need to look up on. Snopes. That makes sense, though. That's interesting. On Snopes, yeah, is they, that your go-to? They do that. They do that oh, Snopes me, Durs. Snopes me. <laughs> what? I, I didn't understand. What that was a workaholics thing. You guys didn't get into his workaholics as much. No, as I didn't. You're right. No, work, workaholics was good for two seasons and then became bad. The later seasons of that show are horrible, unwatchable. It's much like Community in that way, yes. Community had an arc to it. There was like the dead zone of season four, season five, and then they came back with season six, and it was actually pretty good because they brought the main writer back. <laughs> Either way, that's from season two of, I of uh, Workaholics. I can't so. have this conversation okay. with you guys. I can't have it. What else does it do wrong, Mark? You're reaching, you're clasping a whistle. 
I yeah, I mean, we've circled it at this point. The movie is holistically I, I, I not say well put together. The, There's the, a lot of things you can say in that regard. The pervy pedophile vibe from the supposedly like nice guy dad is very strange. I don't think that that doesn't read funny or well or doesn't serve anything in the, the movie. Like dynamic between him and Casey. Yeah. Is like super off. Where he's like staring at her crotch and says, let me see your tattoo on your belly button. Very weird. Doesn't she have a conversation on the phone or something with someone and they're like talking about like how she could like, she should like her friend her says, uncle. yeah, why don't you just like bone the, your pedophile. It's, da- uh, it's uncle. very weird. It's very weird. And it doesn't serve anything, no. All, which it goes along with her having like the whole statement about her being, the survived abortion or the abortion that got away in that tattoo adds nothing just very strange doesn't disrupts the tone doesn't add anything well that's everywhere in this movie man i mean yeah the doll goes into the guy's gut they're <laughs> gonna cut the mom it, it, like it, it there's a lot of this that is not explained and no I'm- it's almost like this is one of the worst written <laughs> movies we've seen and talked about on this podcast <laughs> it's almost like that, if only. They threw in an astonishing I, amount about, so, like, the birthing and abortion yeah, that, and loss process. And then it doesn't even come up, because, like, at first I thought maybe what they're saying is, like, because somehow she's the abortion that got away, the virus didn't affect her, but then it affects her at the end anyway. So no, it I just works its way up. It's an age thing. Well, actually, I, I didn't hate how that ended. Oh, I, no, it's, I a cool, that it's was a, interesting. kind of a cool ending, yeah. Yeah, that little bit of a cliffhanger now, it's like, oh, uh, everyone's fucked. Yeah. Yeah. But Don't Mark, worry about I, I how disag- the mechanics of that work, but whatever. Oh, I'm not. I, I, I'm not worried about that at all. Somehow it spreads between, I don't know what the range of... The r not is an eight, Mark. Uh, there's like a five-year-old all the way up to maybe like a ten-year-old, and they all manage to get it but within the, a half an hour of each other, and she's like six years older than them, and it takes two days. It's like a half hour long. per year older you are. Okay. Yeah, exactly. We Why got not? there. It's from a frog's toes, Mark. Yeah, I'm pretty unimpressed that you haven't grasped this yet. <laughs> yeah, I. You know what? I I don't know how this is escaping me. It's over but, my head. But Mark, it is interesting because it frogs like, shows. <laughs> you guys uh, talked about how like none of the tone fits. I kind of disagreed. I thought that those two that I mentioned were standouts of things that didn't fit in with the rest of the tone the movie was trying to set overall, which is this ping ponging between weirdly dark and like weirdly funny. I, yeah, if you want to say that the tone of this movie is frenetic and unfocused, is then ping the pong? entire thing makes sense. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's if- all thematic because none of it is thematic. It's brilliant hey, in its own way. It's almost like the director knew the lack of a structure was scary. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, is this meta? <laughs> yeah, okay, I've gone full circle. This is now a perfect movie. <laughs> Expertly well executed. Chaos reigns. And whatever the hell Bloody Disgusting said. <laughs> they nailed it. They uh, yeah. got it right. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to slander bloody disgusting because they. It's that organization. It oh, like I mean, no, it was IGN. Try to sue IGN, us. IGN, IGN. I was like, yeah. ING doesn't sound it right. Feels IGN. like bloody disgusting. Might try to sue us. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would. Yo, if someone out there comes out and says, "Hey, A to Z horror hey, really liked this Mark movie. Says, We're gonna this sue is the best you, movie that ever is defamation. <laughs> <laughs> that is wrong. This movie sucked. We hated it. And we could do it in federal court because I'm licensed throughout the Ninth Circuit, buddy. You're saying we'd get sued because. We had a differing opinion. No, no, no. I'm saying if I attributed the quote, the children is a flawlessly oh, if you misattributed who said it, that knows exactly how to scare to bloody disgusting. Yeah, whatever. Bloody disgusting hasn't done shit to us. We're not, they didn't do it. They didn't say it, guys. No, no they, they did. Great. And everyone else. IGN sucks though. IGN does I'm, suck. I'm blowing this whistle. <laughs> Here we go. Now we're nitpicks. 
We did it. We got Frog's there. toes. Do not come at me with virology stuff at all again. Is please. it a virus? Is it a... Fuck. Are we doing this? Prokaryote? Eukaryote? Probably talking? a eukaryote. What are we yeah. talking here? Okay. Yeah. Maybe it's I don't know what, what those things, things are. are. I am not a scientist. If you have not been made well aware of this through the history of our relationship. I don't think a virus is technically alive, is it? I don't even think it's... A, they're they're like... Be. They're quasi-undead. Viruses are crazy. Virology is fascinating. Viruses are really cool. I don't think they're very cool right now. Well, I don't want to talk about obviously. it. Obviously. Ah, oh, fuck you. I'm not going to deal with this shit. They get cooler and cooler every day. God. <laughs> the world oh, is a vampire. Hey, if you have your... <laughs> God damn it. You if you read that, that I'm in danger. <laughs> an indoor fireplace such as this one with a traditional flu system. You, I'm not saying don't go to sleep with a fire still burning. I heated my house in Boise often throughout the winter with our like wood-burning fireplace. Wood stove is different, dude. Wood stove is totally different. But also, one thing you absolutely cannot do is, while flames are still burning in your fireplace, close the door to that room and go to bed. Don't Correct. leave everything on it. Like, for a thousand reasons. Flu could get clogged. There's a thousand reasons. So, PSA, do not leave a fire burning in a fireplace in a different room for you and close the door. Yeah, also, why would you close the door? Wouldn't you want the heat to, like, move through the house? There's no reason to close the door. It's crazy. Okay. I honestly can't remember the last time that a newspaper was used as a prop, as it is in this movie. It's a very uh, it's a random unknote. I don't even remember the when this happened. Like so, what you can't remember the last time someone was reading a newspaper? There's yeah, there's like there's just a casual newspaper in this movie and I I, I found that remarkable because I can't remember the last time that happened. Uh the episode of Ted Lasso I watched last night, the most recent episode of Ted Lasso. <laughs> okay. Mr. Apple TV over here. Yeah, fuck <laughs> you, Jack. Mr. I Maybe have I want to watch Ted Lasso. You can I mean, I'll give you my login, but Apple TV gets mad at me. It's fine. Don't worry. <laughs> Everything will be okay, Jack. Hey, here's a neat pick. I oh. like... I, may, maybe it just happened to be the house in which they were filming, but the what I think is one of the ugliest possible interior design choices you can make in a kitchen, those like fake columns around all the cabinets, yep. made this... I know what like, you mean. Th that really added to like my idea of this family and how much they suck, and it really worked for me throughout the whole Where thing. Where were they? They went to some like holiday estate? I, yeah, it's like, like a winter house. They're in yeah. Essex or whatever. Oh, God, I don't care where they are in England. That's not my question. Just like, how are they connected to this place? Was it like a, a it's their like a Verbo situation? What was this? No, I think they own think a theirs. winter house. They just have like a lot a of people thing. own like oh yeah. Oh, so they're like it's like their lake house. Yeah, yeah, just not on a oh, lake because there's not a lot of lakes in England. Well, I mean, lake country. Yeah, it's country house. That's Wales. It's cottage. It's more Wales. There are some lakes in England. I'm not saying there's if, none lakes in. If England. If you're drawing the right lines, most of the lakes are in Wales or Scotland. Hey, I come from Minnesota, man. I'm unimpressed by their number of lakes. Is all I'm saying. Yeah, fine, whatever. I'm unimpressed by your mosquitoes. Yeah, they suck. They'll carry you the fuck away if you're outside after 6 p.m. <laughs> <laughs> Where'd Jack go? He got mosquitoed. <laughs> he got pulled into the swamp. The mosquitoes have been bad here for the last week. Well, and also there's a fly buzzing around this room that's getting aggressive, and I don't care for it. Yeah, I'm kind of like too hungover to deal with it, though. Okay. I've that just been letting it... Horse. I'm just, I'm moving Thank past God. what you guys Please are saying. Do. I'm Please moving past you guys talking about the fly in your fucking room. The <laughs> horse toy they leave outside. Like the one that's like a half rocking horse on springs that, like yeah. the depressing toy I think everybody's grandparents had in the 90s. Yeah. Um, that All of this thing, is accurate so far. You leaving, if you leave that outside in the winter for 11 minutes, those springs will rust all the way through. 
Those are like unanodized aluminum springs. They will rust all the way through immediately. Uh, wait, did you just say aluminum would rust? Uh, uh, yes, Uh-oh. I did. I did say that. Scientist bout. Correct. <laughs> Neat pick. Uh, I feel like that was part of the charm of those things overall was the how shitty they became immediately. You'd sit on it and like the springs didn't really spring anymore. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's. I mean, it's. They were parents, loud as fuck. Mark, did your parents also leave some of the best toys at your grandparents' house just so it wouldn't always suck going there? Oh, heavens no. Also notable, my, neither of my grandparents lived in the same town as me growing up. So oh, me, see them my grandparents lived in Chanute, Kansas. So we were driving from Minneapolis to Chanute, Kansas to go see Ooh, my grandparents. Oh, Chanute. Yeah. Booming metropolis of Chanute. 50 miles from anywhere you'd rather Chinute be, currently. to my grandpa. That's a very weird that thing. That is very weird. That's a weird thing. Yeah. That is weird. No, um, we yeah. never... I was always in charge of bringing my own toys because the, I think the coolest thing that my grandparents had was like a box of magnets. Yeah. My, my grandparents had had that like horse toy and a bunch of other depressing stuff, but like my parents snuck in like a couple of Beast Wars uh, trans, like action figures Some in there. Some contraband. Just, what Beast Some Wars? of the stuff. Like Cheetor. What? Uh, what kind of grandparent experiences are these? Do, you, do your grandparents have like Werther's Originals? Is that the type of shit you had to deal with? Yes. Oh, God. For sure. Good heavens. I mean, for the record, I love my grandparents. But, oh, me like, too. They're the best. That wasn't The houses were not built for children. holding children's playthings. And yeah. grandparents yeah. don't know what... They grew up... Like, my grandparents grew up in the 30s and 40s. Like, they don't know what the fuck a good toy looks like. The past was so depressing. The coolest toy, I think, in the basement at my grandparents' house was, like, aside from the box of magnets, was uh, the, the pickup sticks. We played a Oh, I had a of ton of pickup sticks. sticks. Yeah, totally. And that toy is this literally is just a bunch of splinters. This is insane. I, I <laughs> just canned splinters. My experience was nothing like this. But so, so I'm just saying my parents would, like, sneak in a couple of new Beast Wars action figures in there that I wasn't allowed to play with at home that were only got to play with when we went to my grandparents' house. I would do, like, crafts i remember arts and crafts being the big thing i'd make like paper mache landscapes i'd always end up making devil's tower like i was fucking richard dreyfus and close encounters of the third kind everyone thought i was weird <laughs> but it's because i was yeah i mean if you're if you're emulating richard dreyfus and close encounters you were weird <laughs> yes, well i'd seen the movie weird. and it's cool devil's tower is <laughs> cool dude <laughs> yeah this is i thought precise. he was this cool a pretty precise picture of the kind of kid you were just just cut to his yeah, parents. Yeah, this is not at all surprising, right? <laughs> no, no. I mean, this is, this is my mom's fault, frankly. Yeah. Just cut to his parents when he's like five, talking behind him as he's making some creepy fucking collage thing, and they're going like, is he doing... Is he's, he doing, doing the, he's doing Richard Dreyfus and Close Encounters doing Richard Dreyfus again. Right my mom knew what she did. <laughs> <laughs> because that's like one of her favorite movies, so I was exposed I... to that, I mean, ten times before I was five. Did we irreparably fuck our child up? Yeah. Yeah? Oh, okay. Well... We know early. Shucks. What are you going to do? We have another one. We'll do better with the next one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they sure did, didn't they? <laughs> oh, man. God damn it. I don't know. What else? This fuck this movie. <laughs> uh, I want it. So this is probably between does wrong and nitpicks, but ain't no goddamn way that leads to a compound fracture when she falls off the jungle gym thing. Oh, it's, also, it's she not... wouldn't be up there to begin with the... because why the fuck would you climb on top of the jungle gym to grab your child? Just pull him down. The things like I feel like tall. to experience a break there, you have to have like leukemia and not it, know it. No, it, it very much could have happened <laughs> well, if her foot like got yeah. stuck in between I mean, the rungs wrong. and she fell backwards and it like got wedged in there. But that notably doesn't happen right before the compound fracture. Like, there are and a is lot also, of ways. I still think that would be physically impossible because the, the things aren't that close together. 
I'd, you'd have to I'd get like trapped so that there'd be like a fulcrum, but there's still there's like I think 18 you can, inches I think of you space. You get enough them. of a fulcrum there. You need a fulcrum. <laughs> you do need a fulcrum. Okay. It's a it's a force multiplier. Gotta have that fulcrum. Mark with the Archimedean shit over here. Also, when they brace the compound fracture. Markimedian? What? <laughs> that took me so long to think yeah, of. That's what I'm laughing at. And I was also joke. leaning away I'm, from my I mic. Be clear, so I'm in no way was... laughing at the joke. I'm, I'm laughing at the fact that you leaned back to like relax. I saw yep. your eyes light up five yep. seconds later, and then you like dove back towards your microphone to make that dumbass it joke. It was because... multiple layers of delayed reaction. <laughs> Especially because they clear, the thought hit you, and then the thought... Oh, the world needs to hear this joke. <laughs> and, and Actually, I didn't care if this was going to end up on the episode because it could be cut. I, I can't afford to cut anything out of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can. People are thirsting for shorter content, Jack. I wanted you guys to hear it, but whenever we record, I forget that you can hear me just fine if I'm not basically at the mic. So this is my way to communicate to you that joke. That's how sad that is. And... Actually, That's really the best content of all, is a bad joke whispered off mic that we all kind of chuckle at and the listener cannot hear. <laughs> I didn't do it. I wasn't, I wasn't gonna. gonna. <laughs> when they brace the compound fracture, they take whatever splint thing they have and they tie it over the compound fracture just once, over the compound fracture. That is not correct. Don't well, do that. Yeah, tie it at the top, tie it at the bottom. That there needs to be two points of contact. moronic daughter's idea of what she thinks she should do. Can I go back to a question that I feel like you guys have already answered? Yeah. When douchebag whatever Jonah crystals leaves Jonah. What what is happening? Like seriously what happens with the wife situation? He like puts her in a room and leaves. Like why? Oh, he nothing, he gets nothing back, is so, happening. No one put no, any thought into this no, script whatsoever. No, this is very clearly like this called out in the movie. He gets mad at like the fact that he's stayed with her so long because her daughter's an asshole who caused all this and he's like fuck it, I'm bailing on you and your daughter. His stepdaughter. Oh, they're breaking up. Yeah. Oh, got it. When he drives away. Yeah. Toward the end, yeah. essentially. Yeah, 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 yeah. Leaves them to die, basically. Yes. I, in one, in some way, that is like the most sensible thing. Where he's like, "I'm yeah. just gonna fucking drive to the hospital." Finally, this makes sense. Except that he leaves his entire. He leaves his behind, wife so. and cool. stepdaughter. Yeah. But he, they broke up. Well, they yes. didn't break up. He just fucking bailed. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he was gonna say, though. <laughs> they were on a break. A yeah, they were on a break. <laughs> Oh boy, this is. There's not a whole good. scene in this movie where she's trying to find the phone, and she's looking directly at the base, and the only button on the base is, is find the pager phone. button, yeah. <laughs> the button that is specifically there to help you find the phone. And she but she might it. not know that. Doesn't use it. She might not know. Ah, that's. Yeah, not she true. absolutely knows it. Yeah, hey, it was 2008. Everyone's seventeen in 2009. She definitely knows it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You. She was growing up in the '90s. She knows the fucking pager button. Yeah. Yeah, that person is basically our age, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the actor mm -hmm. for sure, but the character, I think, is a few years younger. A well, but that's younger. where we would have been at that point in time as well. What we're saying in is no one that's our age or... Yeah. You were in college in 2009. You weren't 17. I guess that's very he close. He was 19. Never mind. Yeah, that's not... I, those are a lot what? less far apart than I thought yeah, when Jack, I said that. Yeah, like, <laughs> that's basically the same age. What <laughs> we're saying is that anyone in that range yeah, of no, ages I, I don't, understands in my head, in my head, they were like decades work. apart. College and 17 were like decades apart in my head when I started that sentence. I'm not sure why. I was also 17 when I graduated from high school, so... Oh. I was just young, dude. Your parents wanted to get you out of the house sooner. Because they saw me building them <laughs> devil's towers. <laughs> yeah, this they were like, guy, we gotta get out of here. He's doing the driest Damn thing. Damn devil's towers. We gotta out. send him to Colorado, get his mind right. 
Yeah, it was basically like a tuberculosis thing, <laughs> but for my brain. You went to a solarium. I don't know what a tuberculosis thing is. What they put? They sent people. They'd send people to like Estes Park for like, TB because you, to the solarium was cleaner. To sit in the sun. Oh, yeah, gotcha. Cure yeah, TB, helps. but better, but better for mental health in this case, not TB. Sure. Supposedly. Yeah. Don't know how that panned out. I've lost the thread. Yep. Well, oh, there was never a thread. Much just like this, like movie. this movie. Ding, 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 ding. Do we have anything? I've been. No. Done. Let's go to ratings. Well, <laughs> I have. Honest. I have one that I also think kind of exemplifies the lack of attention to detail okay. here. When Casey's trapped in the room, uh, and whatever her mom is outside fighting off the two kids. This is the scene when Nikki dies. She can't open the door, right? The door is locked. I don't know who anyone is, so when you say, oh, Nikki, that nugget. I wrote all of them down because also this movie suffers from the thing syndrome where you don't know know anybody's name. So I wrote all of them down and their relations so that I could keep it straight. Which one is which? Who's Uh, Nikki? Okay, so Nikki the dark-haired Casey is the older girl, yes. That's the only name I know, actually. Casey is the the goth older daughter with a tattoo. The parents are Robbie, Elaine, Jonah, and Chloe. But which one's what? You know who Jonah, because Jonah's the name in yeah, Jonah film is the of crystals. Guy Jonah, Jonah is the <laughs> shitty one. Uh, I mean, if you're going to have a shitty one, name it Jonah, maybe. I guess. It works. Cut to cut to some guy somewhere me. being like, hey. his name is Jonah Durst. Yeah, exactly, like, Jonah Durst. These <laughs> 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 guys. I'm living a one-star review. And then we get, yeah, exactly. We get our <laughs> next review, because I guarantee no one's done that. Um, so Chloe and Robbie are together. Robbie's the guy who dies on the sled. Chloe's his wife. Uh, and then Elaine and Joan are together. Elaine's the one who survives through the end of the movie with Casey. Okay. Um, and then the kids are cool. Miranda, who's the one who gets hit by the car. Leah, who is the one that I can't remember what wanders happens. She just wanders, wanders off. Um, Polly is the kid who dies in the greenhouse who might be autistic. I can't really tell if they wanted that. The xylophone one. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then Nikki is the kid with the tinfoil wagon. And anyways, he's the one who she breaks through the door and stabs his throat on the shard of yeah. the door. Yeah. That scene is what I want to talk about because she is locked as fuck into that room. She cannot get out. She breaks the lower right hand panel away from the door handle. Yeah. Kills him. And then the door magically unlocks. And then they run away together. Oh, that seems crazy. It's also that scene pissed me off because when the actor is hitting it with the plastic chair, you can tell that, like, after the first couple of hits, it actually looks like that shitty hollow core door might break. So she has to, like, oh, God, stop hitting it less hard. Like, she's giving it, like, cut, 30%. Cut, 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 <laughs> Don't hit it so hard. <laughs> we only have one of these. Yeah. <laughs> I really thought this door was going to be higher quality. This is my parents' house. <laughs> <laughs> they don't know we're doing this. Let's go to ratings. Let's go to ratings. <laughs> the world is a vampire. We, over at A to Z Horror, use a 1 through 10 rating system to rate the movies we watch. For one, think about Arnold Schwarzenegger, we would rate how much shit he takes about his stogies. I don't take no shit from anyone. I smoke my stogie anywhere I want. I don't have to find a hideout place like you. <laughs> and for 10, think about Arnold Schwarzenegger, we would rate stogies. So, I tried it. Well, the rest is history. I'm still smoking stogies. I love it, and he introduced me to something really good. Hurry up. Stories, first category to rate these movies. I picked this thing. I'm going to rate it for story. I'm giving it a three for story. I like the concept. Um, oh Mark God, is upset Mark. with me for giving Mark, it a Mark three. Mark did the eyes meme. No, I, the thing that I was surprised about was how fast you said all that. Jake said, hurry up, and you were through your story rating in two seconds. Well, I, you know, I obey. 
Sometimes you, yeah, you heeded the call. I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, um, I think it's obviously <laughs> a fucking mess, but I, I think the the tone that I think they were going for worked better for me than it did for you, and I think that's in the writing, at least due to some of it. But obviously, the movie's a fucking mess. Mark, yeah, movie's a fucking mess. I gave it a one. I actually think this might, uh, as far as movies that had some money and talent behind them, this is. I mean, one it's, of the worst. I don't think it had any money behind it whatsoever. It's a professionally made movie that isn't like a bunch of kids making a thesis film in high school type of shit that you see sometimes in horror. Like this is this is a cut above other stuff. The lenses and cameras they were using are nice. Sure. This had some level of production behind it and the script is terrible. Terrible. <laughs> It has a beginning, middle, and end, though. <laughs> anyway, Jake, what'd yes, you get? I'm, yeah, I'm sure they used punctuation, so they get. This I movie guess, won an award that. at Fantasia Film Festival in 2009. Oh, was it presented by IGN? The Special Mention Award. <laughs> yeah, I know. for his professional. So this is for Shanklin for his Tom professional Shanklin approach director. to the children actors. <laughs> to the children actors, what does a, your professional approach to a child actor? You didn't Just, violate child labor laws. Good Christ, dude! And what you weren't a pedophile. He brought him. He brought him some like graham crackers or something on set to make him extra happy graham crackers are weird <laughs> i gave this a two and a half for story Thank you. I, I was also low i don't really have anything to add this is not a well-crafted story and it really is a doozy to take a look at from a writing perspective if you want to get into the yep inner bowels of what makes this movie tick world building immersion our second category i gave it a three for world building immersion as well um they get i guess some credit for this little like small town kind of uh, winter house vibe they've got going on. It's a little bit. Of, yes, Jake, I gave it a three. Um, is a, a little bit of the world building they're doing, but there isn't a whole lot there. The forest is like rapidly switches from a deep, dark place where kids get lost to like just a couple of trees on the outskirts of their property. So that's, that's pretty uh in, inconsistent. And then it isn't a particularly immersive move. It, like I said, at its giving it its most possible credit, right? Uh, uh, examining all facts in a light most favorable to the non-movement, as you would say in a motion for summary judgment. Uh, the the I wouldn't say that. It even at best it ping pongs back and forth. Phrase. Everyone says in, that. My like, grandma used to weirdly say that. between <laughs> comedy and like weirdly sinister dark stuff. So I don't. It doesn't at its best. It doesn't work great. I'm giving it a three mark. Uh, yeah, I mean we're kind of aligned here. Two and a half. If the shitty writing doesn't get you. The horrible editing probably will. Uh, there's some cool sets and some cool set pieces. The I really like all notably, of the stuff yeah. they do in the tent. Exactly. Sure. Um, but, gosh, outside of that, hard to reconcile. <laughs> Jake, how about not you? An mo- I, I gave it a movie. four. I don't. The, the thing that's a little puzzling to me is I'm not sure I can justify why it's so much higher a score than you. I mean, it's, it's still below average, right? But I think that something about... You know what it probably is, actually? I'm I'm doing this live. I think Fuck it's it. that I was hungover, so the whole comedic tonal thing just didn't hit me at all, and it felt more consistently brooding to me. It felt like it missed often, <laughs> but it felt more consistent. <laughs> I said I thought so it was I think that's why. I think that's why. Maybe Makes this sense. is a good hungover watch. Damn. <laughs> there you go. Best case scenario. Still not good. That's going to take us into Scare Factor. It's a three for me on Scare Factor. I think the knee looks pretty horrifying. That made me squirm. I think the scene in the tent is genuinely scary and disturbing and just fucking all around weird. And that's all I think this movie has going for it on Scare Factor. Mark. Uh, Yeah, we're not far apart here either. I gave it a four, so I guess I'm slightly higher. I do think kids are a good horror enemy. I just don't think they're executed well here. 
there's some gore, there's some like cringy scenes. Like the 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 murders are pretty brutal when they happen. Um, the sled one is dumb as fuck, but other than that, they're pretty good. So there's some talent here, but it's still not like it's it's too it's too slapdash and frenetic in order to like maintain a consistent horror vibe. Yes, Jake. I gave it a three. I basically the same thing as you guys have said. All right. Let's That's keep it, let's gonna take keep us it into moving. Effects or judicious lack thereof. And I'm actually giving it a six for this. I think this is a tiny budget movie. I think they had almost nothing to work with just based on it. But what I was really impressed with this movie, Jake, you kind of touched on it earlier. They do a really good job of showing you some stuff. And while the like it is overcut, I think they do a really good job of like using what they have effectively and then cutting away to leave you with the impression that the effects were a lot more effective than they were. Like I think something about that just really worked yep. for me. They I remember them as better than they actually look because of how like they show you just enough and then cut just quickly enough to leave a better impression. The 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 it's greater than the sum of its parts in that. What'd you on, give it? On, I gave it a five. Six. Six. I gave it a six. <laughs> Which one? I'm giving it Which a six. One? Okay. My I arc. also gave it a six. Uh, if okay. you're going to talk about something in this movie as being good, I guess the effects are probably it. Especially if you don't consider editing to be part of the effects. There is a substantial amount of just put it, hide it behind darkness, hide it behind I think that'd be thing. double jeopardizing. At exactly. This point. Yeah. Exactly. So the stuff that they do show you looks fine. Yeah. Worth mentioning they assuming, should lose points assuming for the you're sound able editing. to Assuming you're able to distinguish what is intended as a prop and what is just a lazy prop. Okay. Like primarily the splint is what I'm talking about here or the um whatever the thing on the on the bone. Yeah. Like they did that wrong and if that was the props department then that should probably be penalized but if you want to say that that's Casey trying to do something she saw on TV then well sure that's good fine whatever. I feel like that's more I'm going to give a benefit of the doubt on that one. Yeah. How, why the fuck would she know? I, I don't know. Jake. Yeah, I'm giving it the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, you case. have to. I gave it a seven. I, I, Yeah, I agree that if if this movie does something right, this is the thing. I think everything looked good, and they made the correct choices with what to show. Um, it, And like I said, also with what Mark had just chimed in on, it would be double jeopardizing to get real deep on the, the way this was edited right here. So I, I liked what they did from an effects standpoint. The sets were pretty good by and large. I, I want to throw give this, it credit somewhere. I want to throw this out there, Jake. I, I think I'm a point lower than you on this because I was very offended by the sound editing throughout this thing. It's very bad, and the that ADR makes sense is too. Bad. So yeah, this is also is thematic with my hungover watch. I was just I, that that was I let I let that one go. I the, didn't care. The exercise gives you cancer, and I'm so sad I could fart that they decided that they needed they, to that gold. Inject. They couldn't. Yeah, that gold had to be in there. They screen tested and they were like, you know what this scene needs? More witty commentary from the goth chick as she's just had too much. <laughs> That's going to take us into overall. I'm giving this a four overall. I, I'm i not as offended by this movie as Mark was. I kind of enjoyed watching it. Like I said, I think the the tone to which I ascribed the intent worked very well for me. The kind of ping-ponging between dark and funny. It It was an enjoyable watch for me. It's not a good movie. It's not a terrible movie. Um, I think it's got a voice, and that's fun. Mark, <laughs> you think it has a voice? You say, I, I, this is this was a truly terrible movie. I gave it a one. I, why? Wow. You gave it a one? Yeah, I hate you. Went movie. full one? Yeah, this is the combination. How many movies have you given a one? I not that many. I don't know. I don't. That, I don't this is the only one. Frequently. 
This no, because I'm sure I gave like poultry guys to one. Yeah, but what else did you give like a one and a half or a two to? Um, I'm sure Thanks Killing was on there. What's that? That's... This is not the, the. Oh, I gave the Gracefield incident a one. I feel like that's fitting. That's fair. <laughs> that is. This is better than that. I disagree. That I would, is, this I is would insane. so much rather watch the Gracefield the, incident again the, than this movie. Uh, I might too, but that's to laugh at the movie. I can't really laugh at this. This is just a kind of a laugh. Yeah, this is a joyless, frenetic, dumb movie written and directed by a magic eight you ball. You gave Orgy the of the Dead a like one. This? That's fair. It's not... You gave Poultry Geist a one. Fair. A one feels real hard Yeah, this isn't as bad as Poultry Geist by a strong stretch. Yeah, well, as bad as it could be. This is as bad as it could be. I have gazed into the void. <laughs> when did you watch this? Uh, I did not through the conversation because I watched it ago? so yeah I watched it so late. Mark and I had multiple like in person conversations about this movie, and he did a tremendous job of not tipping his hand because I had no idea that I was walking the into the buzzsaw that is Mark seen, gives yeah. this movie a literal one. Yeah, I didn't want to like I did if in case I just got a bad read on it. I didn't want to like soil your viewing experience. I appreciate that, but I am. Truly astounded that you were and, able to hold and it. And this that is tight. why I wanted to talk to you about it because I truly think that this is one of the this worst movies one. I've ever seen. Holy fuck, dude! And then I started talking about that earlier, and you guys started making fun of me for <laughs> for doing a bit or something. I don't know. This movie sucked. <laughs> I love this shit. This is insane. You gave it a four, Jack. Yes, you I gave did. It a one. Jake, what'd you give it? I gave it a three and a half. I was way closer to Jack. I think this is a bad movie, but it's 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 bad. I thought that I was going to walk in here and be the clown that watched it hungover and had a bad experience. I thought, after watching this, that what Mark had experienced and what made him interested to talk about it was something that totally went over my head because of how hungover I was and I watched it. <laughs> I thought Mark was going to like this movie. This has been awesome. <laughs> what a roller coaster. What a ride. <laughs> well done, boys. Now, ordinarily, is where we'd get the fuck out of here. Actually, uh, for whom the hell is this movie? To whom would you recommend this movie? And I you don't like. would recommend it to Mark to piss him off. <laughs> uh, you know, Kevin Smith. I'm going to say Kevin Smith. Kevin Smith can watch this movie just to bring him back up. I feel like he reason. could get down with this movie, yeah. Why? I don't know. I'm making I'm making a joke about last week when Jack kept bringing up Kevin Smith for no apparent reason. <laughs> he, except for that he was one of the directors of one of the yeah, six what? segments. What are you talking about? But when we got to uh, For Whom the Hell Is This, after we had not talked about Kevin oh, Smith yeah. for like 25 minutes. Yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. <laughs> I you got back to it. Yeah. You got you recommended that movie to someone who thought that Kevin Smith... I, it was all very confusing. Yeah, it was very confusing. The I, person yeah. who was confused as to why Kevin Smith became irrelevant for like oh, five years. I stand by. That was great. That was a great take by me. <laughs> I would recommend I'm this smart movie to when people I, drink. I don't like. To your worst enemies? Yes. And okay. maybe like people who curate entertainment for prisons. And for people who want to watch movies Whoa. where the child actors were treated very well. <laughs> yeah, they got Graham <laughs> Jake? I want to know what happened. Jake? On set. It was such... such I have nothing to add, dude. I wouldn't be recommending this to people. Okay. I, primarily because I'm going to forget about it tomorrow. <laughs> that's, that's the other thing we haven't really yeah. touched on. I forgot a lot of this movie. I wrote down all <laughs> my thoughts it about it. I watched it two hours ago. <laughs> I finished. Look, I, I this was so close. I finished the movie, took a shower, went and got beer, and came here. <laughs> that's and how soon I already that was. don't remember what I, was <laughs> What movie was this? 
Um, but yeah, I take I take very detailed notes on things that I don't think I'm going to remember. My notes are pretty detailed on this movie. And going back, I'm very glad they were because most of this has drained from my brain. Nice. And that is partially my fault and partially this movie's fault. <laughs> and Sounds like you're happy that fault. it has, though. Yeah. Win-win. Yeah. I freeing up RAM space for other shit. Now, boys, we are well, out of films see. to review. Not in the world writ large, oh, but no. uh, in terms of our list. We have to do a draft. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, yay. This is like my favorite. Oh, yay. I <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't understand your energy at all, Jake. Me either, man. <laughs> so here's what we're going to do. Either. Look, we've solicited picks from patrons, but that was relatively recently, so we've gotten two responses. So if you are in the $10 patron tier, pick a movie. You get to pick a movie for us. We'll we'll just slot it in later on. But let's each pick two movies, huh? And we'll go with the two patron picks we do have. Yeah. But Sounds good. Patrons that have forgotten, just let us know. We'll we'll add them in. That's why we're doing two. Yeah. Uh, do we have an order or anything like that established? No. Are you fucking kidding me? We're doing... Okay. Jack, drive. Jack, Jake, Mark. That's the order. <laughs> cool. Jack, Jake, Mark. What? Jesus, I love wheel. that he changed the order from the episode. I've been last just the whole slightly. episode. Now you're last. Just slightly. Yeah. But I'm still first. Um, we just flipped. You and I just Yeah, flipped. we flipped last because none of us know who the others are. Jack, Jake, Mark, patrons. That's what we'll do. I'm picking Digging Up the Marrow. Um, as nice. my first pick. That's a good pick. Yeah, this is like a big, big we haven't name. reviewed we this. We haven't watched. Like so. Yeah, we have not. I've seen this like six times during this project. Have, have you happened? really? You've recommended it to me. I think you've recommended it to Jack. We've we've circled this movie. A I'm time. just wondering yeah. how I've seen it so, like, so many times. I think I've only actually watched it twice. <clears throat> but okay, just make this is sure. the Adam Green 2014 horror movie. Very excited to watch it and talk about it with you boys. Um, I'm happy to do this, especially because the part of the year we're getting into. Like, I had some considerations for, like, autumnal kind of Halloween-y. Oh, yeah. I got a Halloween movie on mine. Yeah. Nice. Things that would fit nice. that. And I, th- I think this one does. It's It definitely is not, like, placed during that, but it just it fits with the vibe. Totally does. Totally so, does. So that's yeah. my first pick. Jake, how about you? Oh, yeah. I have to go second. So I picked two movies. I'm just going to tip the hand right now. Two movies from what I think is Mark's favorite decade. So nice. he might be happy, but I don't think they're the types of movies that... He would pick from that decade. Cool. Uh, my first one is going to be the older one. It is Ginger Snaps, which I have awesome. actually never seen. You've never seen Ginger Snaps? No, Didn't I haven't we have either. Watch that for Into the Mouth of March Madness one year. No, okay. No. They covered it. Oh, okay, we, yeah, we, we were on that episode instead of the nineties yeah. episode. Yeah, it's a blind spot for me. So I, me it's a blind spot that I know enough about to know that it will fit this time of year. Hell yeah! So dude. Ginger Snaps, <laughs> fantastic. Notably, one of the biggest all-time horror flops, I think. Wasn't it like really? a six million dollar budget made two hundred thousand dollars or something like that? It's it's a, well, around those numbers. I, mean, I feel like that that could be a title issue too. Could be. It's a very strange title. Could very much be. Anyway, Mark, yeah. what is your first pick? I'm gonna introduce some John Carpenter onto the list with a movie I've never seen, and I'm very excited to see. I'm like weirded out by his wry smile. Yeah, he's got We're a weird watch- look on his face. The Ice Cube Joint, <laughs> Ghosts of Mars. Oh, okay. yeah. Okay. okay. I've only okay. ever seen this, like, blackout drunk to the point I remember almost none of it. <laughs> I've seen it a couple of times in that state, but that's the only times I've seen I this movie. Seen <laughs> I haven't seen it either. I'm super excited. Did you pick it because you were like, what's the worst possible John Carpenter movie? I just want, uh, no, it's actually been on my list for a long time because... I find Carpenter's evolution through time to be astounding. Another like, in a weird way. Another in a Natasha weird way. Natasha Henstridge joint. And yeah, this is I think I mean, he makes a lot of weird movies. This is the most 
this is this is just a strange one. I don't I don't understand how this movie got made. Martian police unit, buddy. Yeah, <laughs> it's insane. Absolutely insane. came out at the same time as Red Planet, which is another one we probably got to watch. I think Jason Statham's point. in this movie too. Insane. <laughs> 2001, dude. This is my wheelhouse. Oh this my god, we have a 2000 and a 2001. Yeah. At least Jax is like 2015 or 16 or some shit. Christ patron almighty. pick time now, boys. God damn it. From uh, patron oh. Ty, um, he selected a couple of movies, one of which is horror-ish. So I think I'm just going to go with the full horror one here. Okay. He obviously picked Manhunter as his uh, horror-ish movie. He wants us obviously. to review. His Twitter handle is Manhunter is good. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean. No, so we're going to go with his other pick, which is The Empty Man um, that recently dropped on HBO. <laughs> I played, I've, I, I have, I have so, fool. I am so strategic. Well, I'm, I, I'm I, really I, excited to watch this for a second time. Like, I, Okay, I good. I, is this one of those that you're going to pick up more on? I have no idea. I can't stop thinking about this movie, and I'm still not sure if it's good. I know I'm obsessed with it, but I still don't know if I think it's good or not. This is. Weird. We'll we'll unpack it in about four yeah. weeks or about nine weeks as you're hearing it, listener. Fourteen, fifteen, but I think is safer. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a really good first half movie. It's it's a hell oh, of a God. pick. So my second pick, I think I already spoiled this on the podcast because I couldn't find uh, W Delta Z. Um, is was unavailable to you? stream. Well, because that's really it. that's the that? same director. But with a lot of very famous good actors in it. So that was very strange. I wanted to check that out. And a movie I'd never heard of. Instead, because I couldn't stream it, I went with Children of the Corn, the original, early 80s. Stephen King, let's do it. He Who Walks Behind the Rose. Indeed. Which, by the way, I got into an argument with... In junior high, I'll have to bleep that out. About she wow, thought it was full he who walks behind the rose, R O S E, because of the flower imagery in that movie. And I was like, nope, it's because they're in a cornfield and there's rows of corn. You could not be, you're absolutely buck wild incorrect about this, is what I said in seventh grade. This is. I picked Children of the Corn. Jake! <laughs> hey, Jake, yeah. <laughs> um. Stop gesturing at me. You're just, you know just waving around. <laughs> Chugging beer now. Now drinking. Okay. Sh- are we doing charades? Let sh- Should we do charades real quick? Do charades. And we'll Jack and I will guess it. The thing the thing about this is, is I let in with like, I have two picks that are from like what might be Mark's favorite decade. They aren't from the same decade. <laughs> they aren't from within a 10-year span. Good start. Good I am, start. Great. An idiot. Uh, my next movie is from 2011. Jesus <laughs> Christ. That's why I was doing that. Uh, it is a Thai West film. Ooh, okay. Mark. It, it, like we're, we're into mumblecore here. Okay. Gore. Uh, the Back Innkeepers. Head? Oh, The Innkeepers. Which I don't believe either of you have ever seen. I have, I have not, not seen, seen it. Yes. Yes. That's why I did it. Cool. Yes. And it fits the season. Sir. Hey, speaking of fitting the season... I'm going to pick one of my favorite Halloween movies, Haunt. We need to yeah. talk about that movie. Fucking yeah. love it. Jack, cool. have you seen Haunt yet? I have. Okay. Jake, you have too. Yeah, you. I think it was a... I forced you guys to watch it because it's a fantastic fucking movie. I don't know if it was a recommender or like a bet or something. something, something. I've seen it, yeah. Yeah. But for you, it was end of the year thing because I wanted you to see But I think it then got put on a Beers for Fears poll or something. Yeah. I, I don't know. know. Either way, I, Mark, I, that... I like the pick. I like it very much. Yeah. 
And that'll be perfect for coming out right around Halloween. Yeah, which no, is going to bring us to our last movie, uh, barring uh, other patron picks, which I think we'll be pouring in here in a little bit. Patron Leslie. Uh, uh, she really did something to us here, boys. We're watching The Lady in the Water. We're going to review The Lady in the Water. Lady. So not a horror movie. <laughs> Barely a movie movie. <laughs> we're we're gonna li- listen. I mean, it is a movie. We're going to listen to the Blitz and Trapper song and do a report on it. That sounds good to me. It sounds better to do me. Do a report. We're going to make a soapbox derby on it. I'm, I might just watch uh, Sideways and go with that. A <laughs> diorama? Yeah, yeah, A yeah. soapbox derby? <laughs> <laughs> a, a car race? A shoebox diorama is what I wanted to say. A soapbox diorama. Derby. Wow. <laughs> Oh, my goodness gracious. I do love a Paul Giamatti flick. <laughs> Almost. Excuse. Yeah, I like Paul Giamatti. Giamatti. Guys, this movie sucks. It really does. Oh. I'm probably it's just not gonna, that I'm bad. Watch Mark, I, 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 I'm pretty sure we've talked about this on the air. I am like the lone lady in the water apologist. I am absolutely world. watching this movie with you. Okay. Damn it, I want to be cool. there for that. God How damn have we it. Not, we I haven't done here, any of these. I've lived here for, what, four months now? We haven't watched a single movie together. We prioritize doing different things with our time together. Jake That's and true. I also really only watched the the Andy Serkis horror movie together. It's like the only one of the only horror movies we watched together. Yeah, Jesus Christ. That's another one I should have given a one to. My God. You're an asshole. Fuck you. <laughs> that movie Death Watch also was sucks. That, that movie sucks on ice. Hey, you let's get the fuck out of here. Piece of shit. <laughs> Good energy to end on. <laughs> Friendship. This has been episode 231 of the A to Z Horror Cast. If you're still here listening uh, and you like what we got going on, you might want to consider becoming a patron of ours. Uh, Jack mentioned at the top of the episode, we are donating as we have been for like the last 18 months or more at this point. Time is a flat circle. All of our proceeds through Patreon to Feeding America. You get the same great perks that you would otherwise, but you know your money is going to a good place. That link is down there in the description below, along with all of our social, our website, all that good stuff. Also down there is the music that you're hearing right now, which is coming at you, as always, from Super Bear. You can go and check out their music if you're interested in hearing more that they do. And next week, we're starting our new crop of horror movies. It's Jack's first pick. It is Digging Up the Marrow. What a crop. It's going to be coming at you roughly one week from here when you hear this, probably. We'll see. There's a lot going on. And until then, get your buddies. Somebody's getting married. Somebody's getting married. (laughs) Uh, And go watch some more movies. Have a great week, everyone. Yeah, it was basically like a tuberculosis thing, (laughs) but for my brain.